Something touched my leg. Wait, wait, no, it was just my other leg. We're good. Podcast of all of Azeroth. This is World of Warcast episode number 344. I am Michael Gaines. And I am Renata, and happy Winter Vale to everyone. <laughs> yes, that's true. Happy Winter Vale. Yes, we have uh, lots of stuff to get through and a hard stop coming up. Yes, so I got a hard started. stop in 45 minutes. So Holiday stuff. Yeah. So Birthday party, actually. Go- oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'm always feeling sorry for people who have birthdays right around <laughs> Winter Vale because, you know, a lot of people then get cheated out of presents. Yeah. That's not fair. All right. Um, you did a lot. Well, we both did a lot. We didn't do um, a show on Thursday because um, I went to see a Star War. So, yes. <laughs> so, and I, I completely forgot that it was on a Thursday. I'm like, oh, oh, Thursday's the day we record. Hmm. So yeah, we're recording actually, on Sunday. And we didn't do it the week before that for some reason. Uh, really? I didn't. <laughs> okay. I don't remember. We we haven't done this in a while. Anyway, um, so. My big thing, all it all started when I got asked to rewrite the classic guides for Warsong Gulch and Alteric Valley. Mm-hmm. Because, um, well, there were some issues, and mostly because they didn't have a lot in terms of strategies and tips. So I got pulled in to revise these. So I got talking to my PVP subject matter expert, Christy. Oh, yes. How is Christy? And Christy is great. Christy gave me a whole bunch of information and made me, she told me one thing that changed my life, which was. I can't even Alteric guess. Valley yeah. is a PvE scenario. It is not a PvP scenario. It is a PvE scenario with PvP entanglements. Okay. Don't people fish in Alterac Valley? Sometimes, although they haven't been in Korak's Revenge, which okay. is the, the, the new version. But yeah. This really changed my perspective on doing Korax Revenge, which, of course, is the event which is based on the old Alteric Valley mm-hmm. from way, way back when. And what she told me was the NPCs are actually much tougher than the PCs. And that's totally true. The PCs are, in, are often the least of your worries. Mm-hmm. So this really kind of changed my perspective on that. And so... I have been running mad numbers of Korax Revenge with a whole group of people from our, among our podcast listeners. Mm-hmm. I have to give out shout-outs to, of course, my husband, Kryler, and Zygnea, Webley, Drexel, Hidebound, Loose Change, Zeril, and our visitor, JP, who is Drexel's friend. We have been going absolutely PvP nuts. Who are you? <laughs> I've leveled up five tunes to 120. Wow. Um, an alliance warrior and mage, a horde mage, a priest, and a demon hunter. I have a horde nightborn um, monk that I've taken from 70 to 103, and I've started work on a Zandalari shaman. If that wasn't enough, I also started a lightforged priest, level 26, on alliance, in war mode. Wow. Wow. So I have just been going crazy. I will talk a little bit more about Korak's Revenge because there's some interesting things that I've discovered as a result of doing it. Um, 
But other than that, I had I did a guest spot. I think I don't know if I mentioned last time that I, I did a guest did. spot on People oh, of yeah. Azeroth. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. And I'm considering buying a new computer. May I suggest building a new computer? I've done that before. I hate doing that. Oh, okay. It's, it's it, to me, it's too stressful. Um, mm. I, I as I said, been there, done that. I just want to buy a pre-built okay. and be done. But, um, but my problem is, is that my computer is starting to run hot, oh, and I think okay. it's just because it's in such a tiny case, and I got so much stuffed into it, and I also really hate. I've come to hate the the boot drive system where you oh. have a small boot drive, an SSD small boot drive, and then a larger hard drive. Because no matter, even if you're trying to install things onto your D drive, mm -hmm. it's always trying to put things onto your C drive anyway. Right. So the C drive is getting full. I can't see any, you know, so, and it's all, it's, it's four years old. You know, I, I'm, I'm getting to be due. Mm. So I'm shopping at this point. Okay. I do not know what pre-builts you can buy because I avoid them. My experience with pre-builts is that, oh, here's a special driver that doesn't have an update now or something like that. I mean, that's why I build my own is because if I need to replace something, I know that if it's current, then it'll have a driver. Um, I had that problem. I had a Dell laptop years ago and it was like, oh, here's a new version of Windows. Oh, sorry. There's no driver for it. Mm. So... I just have big issues with that. And, and I like building my own stuff, too. I feel I have well, more control over it. I'm sure you do. But, you know, first of all, Dell has got... I've, I would probably get an Alienware. I've had yes. al significant numbers of Alienwares, and they've all been very good machines. Hmm. And Dell has gotten much better about that, uh, not doing that. And it's mm -hmm. also not putting a lot of crap on your computer oh, as much God. as they used to. That's another they thing. Used, they used to just spray, spray all these you know, little tiny programs all over the place. They don't do that so much anymore, especially with the Alienwares. Oh. Um, uh, what about doghouse systems? I haven't looked at those. I mean, those are on my list. I'm going to yeah, look at them. That. I'm going to look at Puget Systems. Um, anyone else have any suggestions? Let me know. I'm definitely in shopping mode at this point. Oh, okay. All right, good. Uh, so my last couple of days have been very busy. So I got to Exalted um, with Wavecrest. Yay! Uh, finally, <laughs> the uh, the boost, the uh, the anniversary boost, really helped. Uh -huh. um, I have to say though, I felt that the um, uh, I'm blanking on the name, the uh, Robo one, uh, Rust, one Rust, Rust Bolt, Rust Bolt Resistance. Yeah, Rust Bolt Resistance. I feel like that one was more fun and gave more rep per day. Than Wavecrest did. I don't. Maybe there's a, a you know numbers out there for that, but that was just sort of like a feeling. Like with Wavecrest, I found I, I felt like it was taking forever, and then with Rustbolt, I felt that you know things were sort of moving on at a good pace. Well, on Rustbolt, you get that big boost because one of the two dailies you yeah. always get gives you 850 base, mm -hmm. and so if you're running with the 15% anniversary buff yeah. and some other things, you can get over a thousand rep just doing that one, just yeah. doing that one quest. Yeah, that one thing. So that was good. Um, let's see. Uh, now I have to work on the turtles, <laughs> the turtolans. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I actually did a little bit uh, over the last few weeks, but I, I think I'm still at like 15%, so I have a lot to go. Uh-huh. So I'll, I'll get that taken care of. Um, here's another thing. So I started going back to classic, and uh, not to talk too much about what was going on, but like I was the temporary guild leader for United Stormwind on Pagel because um, nobody... Uh, Nobody was uh, able to change like the message of the day or do anything. Everybody had invite privileges, but I said, "Well, I'm on a lot. I'll I'll take care of it." But then what will wind up happening is that I wind up sliding back over to retail, mm-hmm. and so I was off for a while. And so, uh, to make a long story short, somebody wanted the GM position, but the thing is, is that I didn't want to just give it to somebody I don't know, right? And then a lot of drama blah 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 i just said okay fine you want the gm job there now it's yours (laughs) have at it but but it's the same issue that we see or we have seen in the last 15 years start a new guild and then once people start getting into their 50s the r word comes up like and then like what are we going to do about raiding and who's going to run the raid and who's going to you know and so the, this this one person said that he wanted to be the GM because they couldn't get a raid team together. I'm like, you don't need to be a GM to get a raid team together. You just don't. You can do right. one of two things. You can either just do it on your own. You, you don't mm-hmm. like what what GM privileges do you need to get a, a raid team together? Zero. You don't need that. Um, and then the second thing you could do is just start your own guild. Yep. And people started jumping ship long before I got the the job as temp GM anyway. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, we're not, we're, we don't have a raid group. Burp, off they go to a raid group. So, so that was that. So, um, Allie and I were talking about just, I don't think, I think I asked her, I said, look, where, where do you hang out other than Pagel? Because we play on Pagel. And she said that she was playing on Atiesh. Uh, Juno Eclipse's Guild is there, and uh, Morley Gray, uh, uh, Jin is there. So, I gave it some thought and I decided, well, Pagel's dead as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so I wound up moving my mage, my 60 mage over to Atiesh. And the the one thing that I was wondering about, I was a little worried about this, is that Allie and I have been playing um, on Friday nights. And so we have like two tunes that are level 21. And, and so what happens with those tunes? Mm-hmm. So we had talk, quick talk, and she's like, no, I don't care. We'll just start all over again. So that's what we did. So now we're level 10, um, and we did most of Elwyn Forest in a night. Mm-hmm. So we got to move back over to Westfall, and we got to do that again. But then once we do that, we'll do a little bit of Red Ridge, and then we'll be back up to where we were before. So I think we'll be okay. Um, but it's it's interesting how I'm in this new guild and there are far more people that are doing things that were on versus on Pagel where nobody did anything except like maybe they did one run a night. And it's, in my opinion, it's more social than Pagel was, the United Stormwind was. So it's, it's nice to see people talking and doing things and such. I like that. Well, maybe I'll come over. Ooh. I'd have to start over, of course. It's alliance. Are you going to be okay I with know. that? 
I've been thinking about drumroll, please. I, I really have not been replaced here. I have not. My brain has not been switched out. I've been thinking about playing a healer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know I've been you anymore. Such fun playing healers in battlegrounds mm -hmm. that I'm really thinking about playing a healer, maybe a, a disciplined priest in classic. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mind here. All right. Well, you know where to find us. Well, it's a, you know, I, I guess it's, it's sort of my wow second wind midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> what, what even is that? Well, you know, the thing is that I came back to wow in 2014. Yeah. And it is now almost 2020. Oh, okay. And I have this six-year issue with MMOs where after six years, I start to lose. I'm, I don't find my interest is flagging now, but I feel like it should be flagging because I'm hitting the six-year point. So okay. I got to start changing things up. Okay. Well, you know where to find us. Yes. Uh, so anyway, here's something interesting that I found. Um, after Ellen and I logged for the night because I was like dead tired, I said, well, here's what I'm going to do. It's like between now and next week, I'll just level up my uh i had herbalism cooking and as i'm just running around traipsing just trying to gather herbs somebody says uh the i'm at the i think it was the brackwell pumpkin patch in elwin forest it says if you're a skinner come over because i just killed a bunch of boars for cooking and then it dawned on me after playing this game for 15 years you could level up cooking in the pumpkin patch. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is kill the boars, and then there's a fireplace 10 feet away that you can cook this stuff, and I never put two and two together. <laughs> so I wind up going to one of the pumpkin patches, and I would just, me and my little demon would just kill boars over and over again, and chunk of boar meat, chunk of boar meat, over and over again, and then i just go to the fireplace inside one of the houses, and then i just cook it up and then go back out, I should have done. Now, why is this a big deal? Like, who cares? Here's the problem is that when you go to Westfall, they give you recipes that are, I think they start at 70 or 80. I know uh -huh. there's one at 90. So, like, your cooking already has to be at, like, 70 or whatever, at 80 or 90. I know 90. There's one for 90. But I think there's one for 70. And so if you don't start this then in Elwin Forest, by the time you get to Westfall, it's just a waste of time. It's like, uh -huh. yeah, you, you get the XP for the quest, but you can't do anything until you just go back to Elwin and start leveling up your cooking anyway, if you care about that sort of thing. So right now my cooking is at like 58 or something like that, or 55. Uh -huh. some, so I have to do a little research, but hopefully by the time I get to Elwin Forest, I mean, um, uh, by the time I get to Westfall and I get those recipes, I'll be able to actually learn them instead of making them sit in my bank for a month. Right. So that's why. Uh, the other thing that I decided to do was start a rogue. <laughs> in classic? Rogues are terrible. and Oh, my God. They're so slow. They're not it's terrible, so... but they are. No, they they are have so long slow. periods of rough spots oh the, that's, and then yeah then when they get through the rough spots they're fantastic and then they'll hit another rough spot mm -hmm. trust me I've, I've done this um and then they'll hit another rough spot and then they're ass for a little while mm -hmm. and then you get over that and they're great again it's it's 
a very uneven class to level. It really is. <laughs> uh, one of the problems that I had was, like, like with any other class, it's like, well, what's the most optimal way of doing something? And to me, it is to um, to invis and then hit them from behind, mm-hmm. and then from, because because then you get the extra hundred and well, how was it one hundred and fifty percent of your hit on the first try, and then you get um, uh, one of the the dots for the um what am i thinking of uh, hmm? you know you have the five dots you um you can oh yeah the uh, energy the energy yeah so you get one of those for free i'm like well that's that's a great way to do it versus um throwing something like throwing a, a knife at them and mm-hmm. you know i don't know i just don't find that to be optimal well, I'm, so, I'm very used to the energy build, energy spend yeah. paradigm because I I played rogues for a long time. So, but yeah, there's always those little tricks that you've got to to be able to to build it. Yeah. So I'm still learning, but mm-hmm. it's slow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a as I said, it's a very uneven class to level where the 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 awkward spots seem to last a lot longer. Yeah. So that was my week. Um, I also had to restart my priest, so she is now level eight in um, Teldrassil. So, oh boy, doing that. Well, the one that I left behind on Pagel was only level twelve, so. So you're not losing too much. My highest alliance character on Pagel is ten. So, Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, this week in WoW, Mm -hmm. ongoing the WoW anniversary event, which is running until January Mm seventh, and the Feast of Winter Vale, which is running to the second. The Wintervale sleigh rides. Have you done that yet? No, not yet. Storm one. Hmm. It's it's okay. I mean, it's a sleigh ride. It's kind of fun. I mean, the first time I almost got I run over by a sleigh um, was a little surprising because I didn't know it was there. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the sleigh shows up. <laughs> the the globe yeti pet. The spawn rates have significantly increased. It's now one a minute as opposed to one every thirty minutes. Yeah, I heard about that. So that's good. Yeah, only one per, the only one spawns and only one person can get it. So, but I got mine. It was very yeah. easy. And then this great father uh, Pepe costume. I, I heard people were very upset that it didn't show up. Right. Well. WoW had determined that they had data mined this in the 8.3 patch, mm-hmm. which means it would not be released in time for Wintervale because, of course, 8.3, they announced the patch date. It's going to be January 14th, mm-hmm. which will be more than a week after the end of Wintervale. Yeah. So presumably it will be next year. So people were very disappointed about yeah, it. I, was I, I would be too, sure. You wait for something and then it doesn't show up. Yep. All right, Tuesday is World Quest bonus event. Yes, so if you're behind on, say, turtles, hmm. it might be a good time to do your turtle quests. Maybe. Yep. Oh, that reminds me. I have to do. I have to check my um, mythic cache. See what I got. Yep. I we haven't been doing mythics much because we our mythic group uh, kind of slid sideways into doing Korax. I've been a bad influence. Hmm. Okay. Um, so news classic, of course, Warsong Gulch and Alteric Valley went live. Mm-hmm. I did some Warsong Gulches cause I had to for, I had to for work and, uh, had to go and take some screenshots and run. And I forgot how much freaking fun that, <laughs> that, oh, that yeah. is. Oh yeah. It's, it's a, a lot of fun. It's a, it's a blast. Um, paid character transfers, which you have used. Yes. 
Now, the rule of paid character transfers is you can go from PVP to any server type, but right. you can only go from PVE to another PVE server. Right. You can't go PVE to PVP. Right. There has been, been like there yeah. have been people who've been screaming that this breaks classic. It does and, not break. Oh my God, these people! No, it doesn't. Well, for one thing, uh, character transfers were introduced in patch one point one. Mm-hmm. 1.11, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, not 1.1, 1.11. Um, so we had character transfers at this point. In the oh, game. we did. We did. We, we discussed this year, like a month ago or a year ago or something on the classic forums that people said, oh, oh it's going to break the game. Oh, they keep talking about your reputation on your server. And you're not supposed to be able to leave because if, if you screw up your reputation, then you're, like, you're screwed for life or something. And that's the way that things are supposed to be. I'm like, but we had character transfers in vanilla. So you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there, there is no, now name changes are a whole different story. Right. Um, but even then, if you have if you have somebody friended and you change and they change your name, this is like from burning crusade forward. If you have a friend, they change your name, that new name shows up in your friends list. So you're not really hiding yourself from anybody. But, but the thing is, is that this doesn't break anything. No, it doesn't. And and just these, these purists trademark feel that, you know, everything has to be that way. Now here's the thing. I've been playing classic since the day it was released. I have yet to see somebody, that is so bad that nobody would run with them and nobody would talk to them and nobody would trade with them. It's just, and, and even back in, uh, in vanilla and, yeah, and even in burning crusade, you, you, there were people that had a reputation, but I remember there's this one guy who had a reputation of, of, I think he like would steal stuff from people. But the problem is that his DPS was so amazing that people would run with him <laughs> just to get through stuff. Right, and didn't really, and then put up with the with the ninja looting because right. it was better than not completing whatever it was they had to complete. Yeah, um, there's one thing that I just want to mention about Alterac Valley is that I've been seeing uh, people are reporting players for fishing in Alterac Valley, but people always fished in Alterac but, Valley. Right, <laughs> exactly. People always did that. It's and again, you know, the purists trademark. And they always feel that, you know, things should be a way, a certain way. And, right. And well, they forget that's how it's always been. I think that also we're talking about a little bit of, of mind shift between Alteric Valley as the way it is now, especially mm-hmm. in Korak's Revenge. Yeah. Which you have, yes, it's set up the same way. Yes, the NPCs are much more powerful, but everyone is much better geared oh. than they were, even though... Sure. You know, in Korok's Revenge, everyone is sort of flattened out to 60. It's still, everyone's overgeared. Everyone, you know, a lot of people are over, still overpowered. Mm-hmm. Even with that, it doesn't take away from the fact, you know, most people there are with fully upgraded heirlooms. Yeah. Um, or if they're not, they're with, you know, they're in Benthics if they're doing 120. Benthics are better. And... So I think that, you know, people are, are in Korax are just going for a rush strategy. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really work in classic Alteric Valley because the gearing is so different. Yeah, true. So, yeah. you know, but the thing is, is that, you know, this idea that, oh, my God, I mean, 
I was in a, a Corax in Alliance, the very first Alliance Corax I won, because believe me, the Alliance does not win Corax very often. Um, fully a quarter of the entire raid was AFK. So it can, you know, it's not that big a deal if a few people are fishing. Well, there's a difference between AFK and fishing. Yeah. Like, when you say AFK, were they, like, literally AFK, or were they just not fighting and they were fishing? Because that, that's two different no, things. No, they were, they were, they hadn't moved out. This is one of the, yeah, okay, this yeah. is moving into Korax Revenge. Okay. One of the strategies that many people do, because Korax Revenge is you get passive experience based on what your team does. Right. There are people, they just stay right in the starting Okay, that's uh, cave. not right, no. And so, and I'll talk about this a little later, the instance leader can kick them. Mm -hmm. But some instance leaders do it, and some instance leaders don't. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, Korax Revenge, which is the uh, anniversary event, uh, I would suggest anybody who wants to do this, who is 60 or over, because you can't do this below level 60, you can do Korax Revenge below 60, but you can't do these quests below 60. Open up that invitation you got with your WoW stuff. Go down and see Chromie. Mm -hmm. Get the quest for the Soldier of Time. You're going to need the Marks of Honor later on that you're getting from that. Okay. Um, I, I said, I Christy was the one who got me hooked on this because once she said it's a PVE thing with PVP. And so I decided to do it, and then my entire Mythic team came with me. And then... Other people have been coming in, and oh my God, we have been having such an incredibly fun time. I mean, we, we do our Christmas sweater runs, and they may sound silly, but at least we can spot each other easily, because we're all wearing our gaudy Christmas sweaters. Mm -hmm. um, my language uh, <laughs> degenerates considerably in PvP situations. Oh, of course it and, does. And this has caused apparently no end of amusement on the part of my teammates. We took Zygnea through her very first battleground. Mm -hmm. She'd never even set foot in a battleground till we took her. She was really nervous. We're like, we'll show you the ropes. Literally, three days later, she's at the top of the HK boards. Wow. Because she's playing <laughs> a, sham a resto shaman. Okay. And yeah, resto shamans have mass heals. So everyone she touches with her heels, she gets their HKs. So she kicks ass on the leaderboards now. So she has turned from BG novice to owning the battleground. In three days. In three days. Okay. It was amazing. Um, Webley had, when she was playing her, especially when she was playing her Death Knight and Death Gripping, everybody has this great evil cackle that she does. Um, we have a collective obsession with Stonepike Bowman because we, we uh, in a very early one, uh, Kryler asked for help with a Stormpipe Bowman, and which are non-elite NPCs, and Drexel gave him some some hell over that. And ever since then, it's like, oh my God, it's Stormpike Bowman. What are we ever gonna do? <laughs> um, Drexel likes to bum rides. I, I ride my motorcycle, or um, a couple people go in their druid forms, and he'll jump on their backs. So he'll jump in my sidecar. You know, he's looking for Ubers in in battlegrounds. <laughs> And Kryler single-handedly sabotaged a battleground yesterday. How? By asking if anybody wanted to go kill Korak. Oh, well. And he got takers, and of course he didn't go. 
for those of you who have not done Korak's Revenge, one of the things that you get for there's this quest to kill Korak, who who was a NPC raid boss mm-hmm. who guarded one of the graveyards. And there's a quest to kill Korak. And if you turn it in at 120, you get this eye level 400 weapon, which anyone who runs 120s know weapons are very hard to get. Yes. Especially right when you're a fresh 120, you get a 400 weapon. It's amazing. Well, you don't have to kill Korak. Here's the secret. You don't have to kill Korak in Alteric Valley, in, in Korak's Revenge. He also appears in the Amphitheater of Anguish in Zoldrak. And you can kill him there, and it counts. Mm-hmm. So everyone's the problem is, is if you peel off group to go kill Korak, you're pulling off forces that you need to, you know, take down towers and and achieve the actual objectives of doing a uh, doing an Alteric run. But so every time Korak comes up, people are like God no, go do it in Zoldrak. Don't do it here. And people go <laughs> and. Somehow in this battleground, Kryler's cry of let's go do Korak, which he had no intention of doing. He was just stirring the pot. Turned into this group that was, was of purists were saying, yes, but we need to do this as Blizzard intended. And <laughs> we've, we've failed the battleground, but the conversation that was going on in battleground, I mean, uh, Zignea said she was she was crying from laughter from this whole thing because we, as I said, we were okay. So we were trolling our own battleground. It wasn't. I, I have forbidden Kryler from doing that again. <laughs> but, we did lose, but he will. <laughs> he will. Yeah. He will. He's he's always finding some way to uh, to to uh, incite some mischief or other. Um, speaking of mischief, one of the things I do not find amusing is when mages cast portals in the entrance tunnel. And sometimes they will cast portals right over food tables or soul wells. And when they do that, people click on it. They go through the portal. They get a deserter deep. They not only leave the battleground and get thrown out of the raid, they get a deserter debuff that lasts for 15 minutes. Why do people do that? I don't understand it. This happened to me very early on. And when I, I tell him people... Don't click on anything unless you're sure mm-hmm. that you know what you're clicking on. Uh, I got caught by it once. Kryler got caught by it once because the guy put it right over the quest giver for Korak. See, I would, I would allow mages to uh, to cast portals only for like the first ten feet. So if somebody has to go back, you right. you know they go back. You say okay, well just because when you start, you know there's there's a very long tunnel. Right. And so I would only allow it on the first 10 feet. After that, mages can't do it. Right. But they, but they do it. And mm. I have a, uh, a mod called Toolbuster that will detect if a mage is casting a portal and will mm. announce it in Raid and in Say. Toolbuster. Okay. Yeah, Toolbuster. And you can also have it for, you know, peop- I, I turned it off for toys. I don't care if people put toy, toy trains down. Everyone goes choo-choo. I don't care. But the, the portal thing I take it, take great umbrage with. One of the things that we, when we're going in with our, you know, groups of five or six, I usually create the group because on my battle group, Horde usually wins. Mm-hmm. So we go in on Horde. I almost always end up as the instance leader because the person bringing the largest group 
almost always becomes the instance leader in Korak's mm-hmm. revenge. Okay. Instance leaders can kick. Mm-hmm. And so I was in one. A mage did that. I said something like, um, you know, that was a really, you know, that was a really asshole move. And he says, ha ha, I got five people yesterday on it. And I said, don't click on anything. And that's when I noticed I'm the instance leader because it comes up in the in the chat. The, the color's different. Uh-huh. And so um, he said, you know, I think it's the funniest thing ever. And I kicked him. <laughs> that's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> and just then, and everyone just thought, you know, everyone was, you know, I was getting cheers. I was getting, yay, thank God, get rid of that asshole. Well, the guy sent me back a tell saying, I'm still laughing about it. And I sent him back a tell saying, oh, believe me, all of us are laughing about this. <laughs> he didn't send me another tell. But uh, so I had fun kicking the naughty mage. Well, one of the things, of course, that Korax is really good for is getting XP on characters that are behind. And it is really great XP to a point. I did did a bunch of these on different level characters because I was seeing – I use a a mod called Spy, which tells me when – when others are nearby. And I noticed there were Alliance characters in there that were 12 – 18 hmm. really super low characters so you can you can get in i discovered you can get into korax revenge at level 10 hmm. which is when the group finder becomes available hmm. um the um, but at low levels you don't get a lot of experience now some of the experience you get from korax is based on what your team's doing mm-hmm. so you get a certain amount of percentage for when towers go down or where things get capped and but the thing is, is there's a certain pattern to, um, there's a certain pattern to a Korax revenge. So it's it's about the same number of towers and and graveyards and such like that. So it's pretty consistent. And one of the things that I have learned is that at lower levels, it really just doesn't make sense. At level twenty five, I took a, a a twenty five character in. We got a win. I got a quarter of a level. Hmm. Okay. For twenty five minutes, about twenty to twenty five minutes of work, that isn't good. No, you can do much, much better. At level forty, it was about half a level of for a win. That's a lot. That's better. It's that, better. It's better. better. Yeah. At level fifty, I got about ninety five percent of a level for a win, and that's so. What we're talking about, like at twenty five, it was just over one percent per level for a, for a win at 40 it was like 1.2% at 50 it was 1.9% and at 62 up into like 110 it seems to be 2 and then going up to like 2.5% per level for mm-hmm. a win so you're getting you know like a level 103 i'm getting nearly two levels and you get half that so if you would normally get like two levels for a win you get like one level for a loss yeah. So it's still worth doing, and 110 to 120 moves the fastest. And as I said, I've been able to process through a lot of characters. Now, as I said, on my server at least, Alliance almost never wins. That said, we lost. I was on the horde. We lost three times in a row to the Alliance, but that doesn't. That's the only time that's ever happened. Yeah. But on Alliance side, it's about a two-minute queue. 
On the Horde side, it's about a 12-minute queue. Wow, really? Yeah. Hmm. So even if you're losing on the Alliance, if you're high enough, you can still almost do as well, if not better, <laughs> than the Horde side. Simply Over time, for, yeah. If if you're you know if you, if you're go if you're losing quick now if you get into a hugely long turtle, and I've gotten into a couple of these, yeah. where you get tons and tons of HKs but not a lot of experience, um, that that can be quite different. And so if you get a long turtle and you know you're going to lose, it you might be better off just to leave and take the deserter debuff. Yeah. But we've had, as I said, we've had a blast there. A bunch of us have leveled up a lot of characters. The the other advice I would give for anyone wanting to go in at low levels, don't go in before level 40. Not just because of the fact that below level 40, the experience rate isn't that good. At 40, you get epic mount speed. If you do not have epic mount speed, you will fall behind and you will get picked off. Yeah, yeah. So but epic you, mount speed is all, it's very expensive. Um, I'm not talking about. Oh classic. no, that's not clear. right. I, all of a sudden, I'm talking about, about classic, retail here. Regular, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've I almost know. all got way too much money. Um, <laughs> that's true. And you get epic mount speed at 60 in classic. Now it's 40 yeah. in retail. Yeah. Um, but uh, and you don't get the quests until level 60. But I, as I said, I wouldn't even. Tr I one thing I learned very quickly when I took that level 25 in is. You can be at the head of the head of the line. You'll be shot off the back and by yourself yeah. in very short period of time, simply because you can't keep up. Mm -hmm. And then you find out who who all is below level forty because you got this little group of like two or three of you going along the thing. We're not, don't look look at us. We're not really here. <laughs> this isn't a problem. So and you will get picked off. Trust me. You yeah. you go get you get alone. You will get picked off. Yeah, Epic Mount Speed. Okay, now that, yeah, I thought for a second I was in Classic. Um, <laughs> Epic Mount Speed is really not that expensive in retail. Right. Mm. In retail, it's not. and But it makes all the difference in... But I I see people there. I've seen people there in the chauffeured mounts. You know, the, <laughs> the level the, one, yeah. Well, yeah, the level one chauffeured mount. And yeah. uh, because they're not... You know, level 20 they don't even have a regular mount and i'm like you know the other problem is you just don't have that many abilities yes everyone is leveled out to level 60 and that includes if you go in at level 10 right but you've all got so few abilities that it really just get up to at least level level 40 if not level 50 before going in okay all right i'll have to try that uh see here's the thing is like i still have a 110 and a 120 boost Mm -hmm. And because I've been playing my, all I do is play my mage. So I don't need a 110 or 120 boost. I'll have a 130 boost <laughs> or whatever right. they call it next time, you know, 60, 60, yeah. 70. Um, uh, yeah, I still have to figure out. I think that one of the reasons why I, I haven't used it is because I keep threatening to leave Wormrest Accord and go somewhere else. And then I just never pull the trigger on it. So. Well, it, the thing is, is that if you want to ever come join us on our, we, we've talked about doing some alliance runs, but most of us just do the horde side because, hey, we win more. It's more fun. And, <laughs> but you're welcome to come with us and you can be on any server. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I was, I was thinking about moving back to Whisperwind. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I just You don't have to, because we have people from Malginis, from Mokhnathal, from 
uh, Emerald Dream, mm-hmm. all over the place, you know. Emerald it's, Dream. Yeah. Hmm. I remember that server. I was gonna say, weren't you on Emerald Dream? I was, and then I moved to Wormrest Accord, and now I, I've got nothing there. So, <laughs> so that's that. So that's that. Yeah. Well, next time we, we I was gonna talk about it this time. Um, we'll talk more about eight point three coming up and some things to keep in mind for preparing for 8.3. And what is the launch date for 8.3? It is January 14th. Okay. So, so we'll, uh, we'll talk about that uh, on the next show. Right. Um, because you have got to scoot for a, uh, a, a holiday. birthday party. A That's birthday right. Party, I yes. have three minutes to stop so i'm gonna we're gonna stop the recording and then i'm not gonna be able to edit it until after i get back so that's okay that's okay it's okay ren how does everybody get a hold of you i am on twitter at warcast underscore renata i am on discord at discord.worldofwarcast.com under renata i can be found on wowhead at renata kane all one word and i can be reached by email at renata at worldofwarcast.com. Starmike on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter, worldofwarcast at gmail.com is your email address. I want to thank everybody for listening and have a good holiday because we will be back after the holidays. Yes, happy Wintervale, everyone. All right. Um, we'll see you uh, next week, probably, right? Yeah, thurs- Thursday will be fine. Thurs- That's, Thursday, Thursday is, might- is Wintervale. Thursday might be messy. So yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know. So we might have to do it like on a Friday morning or something. Yeah, probably not. Probably not right on. Look, you know, no, Thursday is the day after winter. Bay. The 27th? 26th. No, um, I thought it was a. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, no, the 27th is a Friday. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So then is, we'll, yeah, we'll do it on the 26th. We'll do it on the 26th. Okay. That'll All right. Work. We'll talk to everybody later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.